Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. Uh, I'm the co not co-editor. I'm the editor of uh, thevikingage.com. Uh, and I'm joined here, as always, with my co-host, Chris Shad, who writes for us here at the Viking Age, as well as Bring Me the News and Zone Coverage. Uh, before we start today, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and like this video. And then also make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. Um, all right, Chris. I don't have any trivia or fun facts or anything today because I just want to get right into it. There's been some steam within the last, I would say, 48 hours that's picked up about Odell Beckham Jr. being linked to the Vikings. And now there's nothing, there hasn't been really any reports from NFL insiders or anything to, to lead us to this, but there was a move made by the Vikings on, I believe, Tuesday that cleared up a roster spot, which has already been filled by a former Rams player, not Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, but it got people speculating and kind of connecting the dots of uh, Odell's connections to the Vikings, whether it be Kevin O'Connell, Justin Jefferson, Quesito Fomensa. Um, you can even connect the Vikings training staff to Odell Beckham if you if you wanted to. Um, but here's the latest on on the rumors surrounding OBJ to the Vikings. So on uh, today's episode, Thursday of Mackie and Judd, KSTP's Darren Wolfson said that there has been, quote, no steam uh, regarding Odell Beckham Jr. to the Vikings. And on the same episode, Phil Mackie shared some reckless, reckless speculation about uh, a DM he received from a fan who ran into Beckham in Miami for last week's Vikings game against the Dolphins. Uh, coincidence. Uh, I don't know. Um, and uh, OBJ apparently told him this fan that he'll sign with Buffalo or Kansas City, whoever really gives him the most money. Uh, on Wednesday, according to Pro Football Network's Aaron Wilson, the Chiefs are viewed as a, quote, strong contender to sign Beckham. And lastly, fan sided's own Matt Verderam said on Wednesday that the expectation is that Beckham isn't going to sign anywhere until after the trade deadline this season, which is on. November 1st. So knowing all that, knowing some connections that Beckham has to the Vikings, should the Vikings even try to pursue Odell Beckham Jr. this year? Why or why not Chris? You know, I have a lot of like trouble entertaining this idea of Beckham coming here because I actually was going to talk about it on my podcast, which will air tomorrow. And I was talking with my guest and I had Odell on my outline. They're like, yeah, you're probably, it's probably just a waste of time to talk about that. Um, let's, let's talk about the other obstacle with Odell Beckham. You mentioned whoever pays him the most money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, over the cap, 
lists the Vikings with $862,000 in cap space. Give it all. So give, basically, all give it all to him. Give it all. They are, uh, <laughs> they are Patrick, that SpongeBob meme, you know, where he's got like, I got $3. That's basically what they're going to go up to Odell Beckham with. Mm-hmm. Now, last year, and I don't, I don't know who gave him the most money or whatever, but I do remember he was close to signing with the Packers. And then he decided to sign with the Rams at the last minute. I don't know if the Packers offered him the most money or if it was the Rams or whatever it was. I believe they offered him the minimum, actually. The Packers and offered him the minimum. That's why he did not. So, so yes. that's that's another strike against the Vikings. Like this is this is just very hard for me to comprehend. And I know that you know, like you said, no NFL insider has said anything about. Beckham going to the Vikings and there can be surprise teams. They can be mystery teams or be whatever. Jay Glazer was on Fox pregame a couple weeks ago and said, yeah, they just don't have the money for it. Basically. He's like, it's, it's not going to happen, but you know, it is a bye week We're bored. We're on Twitter and we're just going to, I guess, make up fake graphics and spread fake reports until uh, he signs somewhere. Um, let if I were to entertain it, and again, this is like fantasy world, I would be all mm-hmm. for it. If we were playing Madden and we turned the salary cap off, hell yeah, I'd love Odell Beckham on this team. Uh, there is a dearth in receiving options right now, not named Justin Jefferson. Um, Adam Thielen is out there, but um, I, I don't know. And and two, you have to consider this from like a personality standpoint. I mean. Odell Beckham was upset that he believed he was open in Cleveland and Baker Mayfield wasn't finding him. We Mm -hmm. have seen for as well as he's played, because I think Kirk's been okay this year, but he has taken a lot of low checkdowns in favor of wide open, deep passes. And somebody like Justin Jefferson is just be like, okay, cool. Yeah, whatever. We'll just get it to me on another play. But like Odell Beckham's going to be like, why the F didn't you throw it to me and check down to Irv Smith Jr. on a screen route? Like, I I, I just, you know, I, I'm not getting excited until I actually see an official graphic. Sorry, Rasta Pasta or whatever your name is. Um, <laughs> Drew, yeah, is it I, Drew, I mean, Drew Locke to Mini as well? I, it's so, so yeah, here's the thing. Like, I'll go on a rant about this. I don't understand why people do that. Like it's the, the dumbest fake, the, thing ever. The fake accounts. Yeah. The, the, the fake news and the fake tweets yeah. and the fake, the fake quotes are always interesting where it's just like <laughs> the, the like NFC they, North news. And, Have you and seen I that mean, one? They are funny. Like I get a little chuckle out of them sometimes, but it's, yeah. it's just stupid. Cause then people buy into it and then like people yeah. think they're real because not everybody looks into things. A lot of people just scroll Twitter mindlessly and be like, do you see what Kirk Cousins said about, you know, yeah. whatever it's just, yeah. I don't know. I, I I think it's dumb, but there's my <laughs> hey, rant of the day. I'm probably yeah, not done, but we're we're getting we're getting old. It's what the kids do these days. Um, Get off yeah, my lawn. I think the funniest part about those things are when like people in the comments like reply to those as like them being real. Like oh, I can't believe he said that or whatever. Bend over's got the uh, official <laughs> yeah. inside track here. What what's the name of the Barry McCockiner? Yeah, yeah, is that what you're thinking? <laughs> yes. Who, he's duped a lot of people. Um, even like he I duped think, Skip Bayless. Skip, Skip Bayless. Didn't he say something about like James Harden? Like somebody called him fat or something? Yeah, he's duped. I believe he's duped the Lebetard show. At least Dan Lebetard. He like was reading something and then he was like by Barry McCockner. and then he was like, "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> um, so yeah, they've they've there's there's people out there they enjoy it. There's people who like that. They're, they enjoy it. It's not for everybody, but there's there's a 
group of people that, that enjoy that. As far as Dan Cole the, was the uh, original guy with that, though. He yeah. was the like big fish, just like, oh yeah, I don't know who, who the Johan Santana is pitching for the Angels, and then you know, I didn't, <laughs> idiots would call in. You don't do you don't It's a bit, bud. It's a bit. As far as OBJ to the Vikings goes, yeah, it would be great. Um, Thielen and KJ Osborne. They're not getting open right now. I think it was very telling in the last game, like halftime or whatever, when when it was reported that Kevin O'Connell was saying, like, the receivers just, they're not getting open. And this was against a Dolphins pass defense that struggled for most of the season so far, ranked near the bottom. I know they had Xavier Howard back, but still, they should be able to get open against a defense that's pretty much been gashed all year. But uh, KJ Osborne hasn't done a lot. Adam Thielen hasn't done a lot this year. Irv Smith hasn't done a lot. Like, Odell to the Vikings. One, he would come into a system that he's very familiar with, with Kevin O'Connell. He'd come into a coach that he's very familiar with, which I think would help with some of the maybe potential Kirk Cousins issues where O'Connell would be like, hey, we're going to, this is what happens sometimes. We're going to figure it out. Don't worry. I got to cover it. Because O'Connell seemed to be someone who can kind of cool everyone down when the, the uh, maybe the the pressure gets high, maybe, or, or, or the, the, the uh, tempers get high, I guess. Um, and then, yeah. And also injury-wise, he's coming off a torn ACL, uh, which he had surgery for in February, which is what nine months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took him a it took him a while to come back from the first one. I think eleven or twelve months. Um, so he might not even be ready to play until December, uh, at best. Um, and then the money thing, of course. But I feel like with the money thing, you can always shuffle guys' contracts around. They, the Chiefs just did this with Travis Kelsey, where you just give him his bonus money like ahead of time or whatever. Um, money can be made if you if you really want him, you can get him. But ah, uh, yeah, it, does, it just doesn't, doesn't sound like he's maybe. maybe let let's say Josh Allen gets hurt or, or Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, then I think maybe the Vikings become like a, maybe a more legit contender. If they're if they're if they're still seven and one at the trade deadline, um, you know Kevin O'Connell's there, Justin Jefferson's there. They're they're good friends, you know. It's a it's a good offensive system. They'd be uh, they would be a contender, um, and they'd get to play indoors. So like, there's a lot of factors that could happen. But right now, yeah, it doesn't sound like there's anything. It's fun to think about just connecting the dots. Yes, it's a bye week. We need stuff to talk about. But yeah, right now, nothing. But but there's, it's a it's a it's a but. I would I would keep it in the back of our minds until he actually signs somewhere because last year the Rams weren't even one of the teams that were. Mentioned is like a possible team that Beckham was going to end up with. It was like the Packers, Patriots, uh, and Chiefs. I think after he was let go, so we got we got to yeah. keep an eye on this still. I think you know here here's just something to keep in mind. Yeah. And I'm not you know this isn't a slam towards Lewis scene or whatever. I mean him breaking his leg. You can't really do anything about that. And I you know he had some setbacks, but uh, the decision to trade down from 12 to 32 and pick up 42. And I think they got, I actually, I think they traded down. They got 32 and 34. Then the second trade was the Packers trade that net him Andrew Booth jr. And uh, Ed Ingram, Ingram, right? Like that trade. Okay, sure. You don't get Ed Ingram. Who's your starting right guard now? Okay. But I I mean, you have Jamison Williams there. He's coming off a torn ACL. We don't know if he's good or not. 
But I mean, you can at least, I mean, everybody saw this coming with this receiving core. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, Justin Jefferson is one of the best receivers in the NFL, but I mean, people look at Adam Thielen. He's not getting younger. Like KJ Osborne. I'm sorry, guys. He's just a guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there's no ascension. There's no three deep. There's no any of that. He's (laughs) he's just a guy. That's really funny to think of now. Three deep when that was being the hype going in. That was the, yeah, it's, some, uh, it sure as hell hasn't planned out that way, has it? Some lofty, lofty, lofty expectations. It three deep great. if we're talking about Justin Jefferson running three deep routes on a three and out, but that's another. Covered by three another three, three cornerbacks, yeah. Yeah, so, so I mean, I it is interesting to think about for me how things have played out going, yeah. well, you could have Jamison Williams in the back pocket. I, yeah. I, I don't know if he's good, but I mean, then you're not, you know, scrounging through the couch cushions trying to find money to sign Odell Beckham, so. And yeah, and and who knows if they if they even are? Maybe they maybe they still feel confident about their receiving core. They're only what six games in their season. They still have eleven mm-hmm. games to go. There's a lot of time yeah. to figure things out, get things going. The whole offense in general has just been kind of stale, other than J- Justin Jefferson, really. So it's not just Thielen and, and Osborne not getting open. You know, Kirk Cousins has been struggling as well. So it, it, it's just it's a talking point and. You know, I felt like we just needed to go over it because it's been in the in the, the the circles, the Vikings fan circles, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or whatever. But nothing right now. No steam, according to Darren Wolfson. And uh, follow Rasta Pasta for more information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, some Vikings stuff. So the Vikings are at their bye now, week seven. I think they're one of uh, four teams. I think it's the Bills, Eagles. Vikings and Rams, I think, that are off this week. So, like, if you're playing fantasy, it's a terrible week. <laughs> My team's one and five. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. But I do some like daily fantasy stuff, and I'm like, cool. I, I guess I'll play like Derek Carr. Uh, but yeah, yeah, um, not a good week. But but the Vikings it's are also five bad. Oh, okay. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say it's also a bad week for red zone when that happens because yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Vikings are off. It's like, I'm going to watch other teams. Let's check out Zach oh, Wilson. Oh, nobody's playing. Yeah. Zach Wilson. <laughs> Jared Goff is. Even uh, some older ladies here. Third on the and 20 line. for the Lions. Jared Goff. Let's check this out. Um, all right. Let's just go over some stuff with the Vikings so far. They're, they're five and one. Pretty good. Pretty good start so far. They got 11 games to go. But let's look at some some of the players, some of the standouts, some of the maybe some of the more disappointing players from the Vikings this year. Let's start with the offense. Who do you think so far this season has been the Vikings offensive MVP? Well, that's easy. It's Justin Jefferson because this offense would be in the tank without him. Uh, 684 receiving yards. Adam Thielen currently has 284 at the moment. He's second on the team. Uh, 46 receptions for Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen has 29. Like I, this team would be absolute trash if it didn't have Justin Jefferson right now. And I, and I mean, I'm not, I, I don't know if it's the scheme. I don't know if it's the quarterback. I I don't know. Like things are going well. Like I, I I would say they're doing okay. I mean, they're middle of the pack offense. They could be a hell of a lot worse, but you know, everybody's talking about this extra level. When do they hit that? Do they simplify things over the bye week Because I love the idea of getting Justin Jefferson the ball as much as possible. That is a great game plan if you want to win football games. Yep. But these secondary options have to step up. And if Kevin O'Connell is sitting there going like they're not getting open, like 
what's the problem then? And yeah. why are we clinging to people that were, you know, like Adam Thielen's making how much next year? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Jefferson's the obvious one. He's the clear cut number one offensive MVP. I think you could make an argument, maybe, maybe like a dark, well, we'll do a dark horse MVP here for Christian Derisaw. Um, second year, left tackle, sixth graded uh, tackle on PFF so far, as far as offensive grade goes. Uh, hasn't given up a sack. He's been, you know, he's a big guy, so he's been literally and figuratively huge for the Vikings this year. Um, they haven't had a left tackle like this since <laughs> uh, McKinney on a good day, I guess. Yeah, Todd Stucy was Stucy. He was a left tackle, right? Um, I think he was. I think he was. Yeah, Rod was Corey Stri- was That's Corey Stri- way back. Corey, Corey he was Stri- a right, was right tackle. tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's been a while. It's been a while since the Vikings have had a. I mean, Matt Khalil went to the Pro Bowl in 2012, but he fell off a cliff immediately after that. Um, so yeah, Christian Derrissaw has been playing great. That's awesome for the Vikings, who have had so many offensive line issues over the years. So that's that's. I think that would be a dark horse. Offensive MVP for the Vikings so far. Who has been the most disappointing Vikings player on offense so far this year? I think it's Irv Smith Jr. Uh, He's got 18 catches, 140 yards, and two touchdowns in six games so far. Remember when the Vikings took him over A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf and Terry McLaurin? Remember when that happened? You've never never talked talked about that. that. Yeah, I mean, it's a little known (laughs) fact. I mean, the guy comes in, he's like, I got Hulk on my fist because I'm going to smash things. And like, Okay, pal, like his two touchdowns have been one yard little chip shots like they've been the rest of his career. Again, like KJ Osborne, he's just a guy and he's in a contract year. I mean, I if he doesn't come back, I wouldn't be sad. Like no offense, no offense to the guy, but I mean, he just has not produced. He's fumbling. He's making drops. He's not doing the things that he's supposed to. And after all the hype last year where people were talking about his preseason, it's just been interesting to see him come up very short of his expectations. So I would go Irv Smith Jr. Yeah. You just, you mentioned the guy I'm going to pick is, is KJ Osborne. I, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think there's been, a, there was a lot of hype about him going in the, this season as well. Uh, as far as the Vikings are going to use more three receiver sets, so Osborne's going to get more opportunities, more targets, and it just hasn't really translated. I don't know if that's that's him not getting open, if that's Kirk not looking for him, if you know him not catching the ball. I don't think he hasn't. I don't think he's dropped many passes. Um, he had that good game against the the Lions when they needed him to score the game winning touchdown, but really, other than that, he's been pretty quiet for most of the year. A couple catches here and there, but. Nothing to be too excited about. This is a guy who we thought maybe he could replace Thielen as like the number two receiver as soon as this year, but it just hasn't hasn't been the case, and and that might be part of the problem. Uh, some of the problems that the Vikings are going to try and fix in the bye, see if they can get the receivers more involved. Um, you know, so we'll see. Uh, KJ Osborne is my pick. Irv Smith is your pick. Uh, Adam Thielen not been too great either. Kirk Cousins been okay. Kirk Cousins, I, I give a break because he's been been good late game situations and he's not really been turning the ball over too much except for that that Eagles game really. Um, as far as a pleasant surprise on the offensive side of the ball, who would you go with? You mentioned him earlier. I think we're going to have a lot of crossovers just in different areas, but. 
Christian Derrissaw, it's a surprise he is this good. I think we all expected him to take a jump. And, you know, you heard the Trent Williams comparisons in training camp, and you're like, okay, that's coach speak. But he has been one of the NFL's elite uh, offensive tackles. You mentioned he's sixth in PFF's pass block rating. Uh, he's fifth in pass blocking efficiency. He's only allowed three pressures over his last four games. And part of that's the competition. But, yeah. I, I mean – he squared off against Cameron Jordan in yep. London. So, I, I mean, you know, he's been everything the Vikings have hoped for uh, in his second year. And I think you're looking at a decade-long left tackle, uh, one of those stalwarts on the offensive line. I mean, if you were to pick, a, you know, I, a Gary, um, what's his name? Gary Zimmerman? I was going to call him Adam Zimmerman, but that's not right. Oh, Gary Zimmerman. I- yeah, the old tackle that was on the Vikings and then he got traded to the Broncos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I yep, think yep. maybe that's the last uh, real frame. And I mean, you were talking about Bryant McKinney a little bit. I think, you know, for as long as he hung around mm-hmm. and like for as good as he was when he was on, like I, I would put him on the list of greatest offensive tackles. I don't know why I'm defending Bryant McKinney because I, as a fan, I got very annoyed with his up and down play, but. Um, you know, he's, uh, now he's, uh, what, uh, contestant on America's Got Talent. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's so, so random. He used to be um, a Viking podcast host too, didn't he? Correct. Correct. I think he still yeah. is. Um, oh. um, I believe, oh, I, I, my pleasant surprise, I'm gonna stick with the offensive line. I'm gonna go with Garrett Bradbury. Uh, I think he's had some a few hiccups recently, but I th- overall this this season he's been much better than he has uh, the last few seasons. I think if I told you Garrett Bradbury would be the twelfth uh, ranked center according to P- PFF grades, uh, you'd be like, "Yeah, that's fine. That's that's perfectly fine. That is that that's higher than any expectations we probably had for for Bradbury going in the season." The the, the Vikings were reiterated over and over again we know we don't need a center bradbury's fine and so far they've been right then there's been a game a couple of games where it's been like uh he's still the the same garrett bradbury where he's gonna let pressure come up the middle and and get bulldozed over but that hasn't been as frequent this year he's still been good in, as a run blocker now i think the question gets a little tougher not not a lot, but a little tougher right now, whether you want to bring him back next year or not. But for right now, he's been good. Still early, still six games. But right now, Garrett Bradbury's a top 15 center in the NFL. And I'm, I don't think anyone saw that coming uh, heading into this season. So he's been a good, pleasant surprise for the Vikings. All right, switching over to the defensive side of the ball. I think there's another obvious answer for this, but who has been the Vikings defensive MVP so far? Chris Boyd. I no, I'm <laughs> uh, Zadarius Smith, a lot like Justin Jefferson. He's just head and shoulders above everybody else right now. Uh, 29 pressures is nearly double what Daniel Hunter has right now. Uh, his pass rusher productivity ra- rating is double of anyone else on the team. He leads the team with five sacks. He's winning nearly a quarter of the time on pass rushing sets. I was very skeptical when the Vikings decided to sign Zadarius Smith just because that back is a time bomb and it still is. But he has been healthy. He has been dominant. He has played through injuries. Um, he has been everything the Vikings were hoping they were getting when they signed him to that contract last offseason. Yeah, he's 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 the MVP of the defense so far. 
for sure. It's not even close. Um, maybe I would argue one of them in the locker room too. When you oh, think yeah. about it, yeah, like he's yeah. really taking on a leadership role there, and yeah, leadership. He's he's always seems like he's in a good mood. I'm sure there's times where he's not, but every time he's 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 got to talk to somebody in the locker room or you see him on camera, he's always got a smile on his face, and that. Looking back at the last regime, that makes a big difference. I'm not even going to like argue with you or suggest anyone else. Zadarius Z- Z- Smith has been the defensive MVP for the Vikings so far. And it's, it's not even close. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, Most disappointing defensive player for the Vikings so far heading into the bye. I have Jordan Hicks. uh, Third lowest defensive grade on the team. His coverage grade is 79th among 82 linebackers, according to PFF. Uh, He's a step slow in coverage and just about everything else. Uh, At this point, I'm kind of wondering why they just didn't bring Anthony Barr back. I think Hicks is making $5 million. Uh, I don't remember what Barr signed for with the Cowboys, but I think it was... Yeah, I mean, it was pretty cheap. They must have been kind of spooked by his knee yeah. um, is what I'm thinking. And maybe Barr wanted more money. And then it just kind of became obvious he wasn't coming back here. Um, I, I think having Kendricks and Barr in this deal, I mean, I, I don't see too much of a difference between Jordan Hicks and Anthony Barr. So, I mean, that's another offseason kind of slip up that this regime had. But the good news is Hicks is only on a one-year deal. You have Brian Asamoah behind him. Um, I don't know if he'll get more run toward the end of the year or what they'll do there, but, um, yeah, Hicks has just not lived up to my really low expectations for him, to be honest. Cause like, I didn't really think too much of him to begin with. Yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, another new addition, Shannon Sullivan. I think he's been a mm-hmm. pretty big letdown. I know he has a tough job in the nickel there, especially in today's NFL, but, uh, he just hasn't been playing well. Um, doesn't seem like he's really shut anyone down. Every time someone throws the ball and he's in coverage, they seem to, to catch it pretty much. I think he's ranked like 90th uh, among corners by PFF grade. Um, and uh, let's see. Yeah, opposing quarterbacks have a 128.0 passer rating uh, when targeting him, and he's allowed 82% uh, of his targets to be completed so that's not good and you go from someone like who Mackenzie Alexander who was like the absolute worst uh I understand last year and uh Chan Sullivan's been better this year but not by a whole lot um but the secondary overall hasn't been very good so it's not like he's so much worse than everyone else but it's just it's been disappointing because you thought like okay here's someone who's been in I believe he was in that, or he was with Mike Pettin, so he's familiar with that that defensive system. Um, but you would think like someone like that would have a, a better opportunity to do well in this type of defense, and just hasn't been the case. Maybe he'll get better. I feel like both defenses and and offenses are starting to show flashes where they're starting to maybe turn a corner. Uh, maybe this bye week will help. But but so far, I've been pretty disappointed in the play of of Chan Sullivan. Um, 
pleasant surprise on defense for the Vikings so far this year? I'm going to go with Dalvin Tomlinson, yeah. actually. Yeah. I think this 3-4 nickel base has helped him a lot. Yep. Uh, his pass rush grade is ninth among interior defenders. He's got 23.8% uh, missed tackle rate, which we can work on that. But he's kind of an unsung hero for a defense that, uh, for the most part, hasn't lived up to most of the expectations of Vikings fans. So um, I guess if we're going for a surprise, I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go with uh, Patrick Peterson, who I think kind of begged the Vikings to bring him back. Uh, earlier this year when when he was kind of just hanging out being unsigned he was like i'm still here you know i, I want to return i don't know if they're gonna sign me um but he's back he's been i think he's been playing well uh that i don't think there's been too many times where i've seen you know him trailing a receiver getting burned uh he had that big game against the dolphins last week where he had a couple uh pass breakups and an interception um and he's been he's been i would say solid he's not a, not the shutdown corner that he might have once been, but but right now, you know, opposing quarterbacks have a pass rating of fifty five point seven when targeting him. That's pretty darn good. Um, so you can't really get mad about that. And I think he's he's been good as far as just being solid on the field and just a a veteran leader in the locker room on the defense. He's been he's been good as well. I feel like he's helped a lot of the young guys as far as Cameron Dancer goes and Chris Boyd and some of those guys keep them kind of in line and help them progress in their careers this year but uh yeah patrick peterson i've i've been i've been pleased with the way that he, he's placed but but delvin tomlinson as well i've been very happy with with delvin tomlinson this year as well um anything else any other players that have stood out to you this year so far good bad special teams surprise Shane Wright. All right, I called him that again. Jesus, Ryan I don't know Wright. why I'm getting that name. <laughs> Shane I'm going to Google Shane Wright and see who that is. But <laughs> Yeah, Ryan Wright, uh, in the words of Pat Mag- McAfee, just effing demolishing footballs. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think that's probably your special team surprise. Maybe people are a little bit surprised with Greg Joseph. Uh, maybe Matt Daniels is uh, that he's yeah. not having the best year of his career. Yeah. Matt Daniels has kind of missed a lot when you think about it, when he talks, you know, his <laughs> hype up of Jalen Rieger. Uh, hype up? It was yeah, more it was, than that. His <laughs> cue the Val Venus music. <laughs> Let me tell you something, the big Valboski. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Him, uh, yeah, Rieger. Kanae uh, Wangu hasn't really uh, done a whole lot. But either. I think the special teams have been fine. I, I don't they've been think great. Co- Coverage-wise, they've been great. Yes, they haven't really let anything. They've had a couple of slip up slip ups here and there. Um, I'm a little bit worried about the kicker position, but I mean Ryan Wright has just been. Yeah, oh, I was not expecting like, him to pin the Dolphins on their own 25 from the Vikings' own end zone. He uh, is like week. Mitch Berger <laughs> with a couple of Snickers and a late night run the Hardys, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he's been good. It was a good a good decision for the Vikings to to keep him around so far. It seems like so far, so far. Um, yeah, Shane Wright is a hockey player who plays for the Seattle Kraken. So I don't know if there's any. Uh, okay. Okay. Any, if that rings a bell or anything, but uh, I just maybe it. young guy. Um, all right, let's look at look a little bit ahead past the bye week here. Vikings get a week off, get some rest, get ready to prepare for the final eleven games on their schedule. Um. What do you think the minimum amount of wins is that the Vikings will will finish 
with the season. They're at five right now. How many how many more wins do you think that will be kind of the the minimum that they can they they will probably achieve this year? I think they're a ten win team. Um at at minimum, I should say. Um, like we've kind of joked about, you know, the new call of duty comes out next week. Uh, I heard you can actually get your hands on it now in an advanced copy. So he got it. He got it already. Yeah. Once Kyler Murray is done with the game, uh, tonight, he's probably going to go home and just, it is a home game. for. He's got a game tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you might have it like set up in the locker room, you know, like oh, how sure I'll, I'll do it. I'll like download it and then I'll go to bed or something. That way, when I want to play it, I yeah. can just fire it right up. He's probably yeah. got that going on right now. Oh, he yeah. might be playing it right now. I don't know. Somebody downloads like, it for him. Let's let's be clear. Someone downloads it for him. He doesn't, he doesn't download know it how to use the PS5. Just, no, I'm just saying like he's got people buy for, this. <laughs> he's got people for that to like download all his stuff, make sure everything's ready. So he doesn't just sit there for like what, what do you minutes. do for a living? I download yeah. Kyler Murray's games on his PS5. I mean, that's probably a good gig, like hundred k a year at least. Yeah, but I would he, demand. Isn't he on like a a, a game a e gaming team or esports team or whatever? Um, I believe he's on like the, the Faze clan or, or however you pronounce that phase. Or I don't even know. I'm old. Okay, I'm thirty five. I don't know. They had these. Uh, they had these drinks in the Quick Trip cooler. This reminds me of this. But like, I was looking at like it was G Fuel. And like, there's like Fazeberry, and I think one was PewDiePie, and like everything oh, yeah. else. And I'm like, yeah. so this is like their version of shoes because you can't see yeah. gamers playing in their right. shoes. You just see what they're drinking. So like this whole thing that will make your heart explode. Uh, yeah. th- this is how they kind of market with the kids. Like, sure. I want to be like, you know, Doctor Up All Night or whatever his name is, Doctor Doom. Dr. Doom, uh, The Undertaker, Dr. Williams. But but like I said, like, so you got Call of Duty, you got Kyler Murray obsessed with that. I think that's a win next week. The commanders are bouncing checks now, apparently. Their owner is going to get thrown out. Yeah, Their stadium right. is falling apart. Their quarterback is hurt. Uh, Taylor Heineke is going to kick the door of opportunity down, but I don't think <laughs> it's going to be enough to... Uh, beat the Vikings. Uh, the lions are the lions. You got to go there. Might be a little tougher, but I think that's a game you win. You got to beat the bears at soldier field. I know it's your house of horrors, but they're just, and by the time you get them, they're going to be so defeated and just ready to go play golf somewhere that that should be a win for your football Who's team. And then that, um, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then you have the Colts. Yeah. Who I put in this category because they're just weird. Oh, Trevor Simeon. Oh, okay. He might be in there by then. Yeah, I, I mean the Colts are just weird. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. it's basically, and now Jonathan Taylor is just like choosing not to play in games now. I guess. What? Yeah, there's a report or something that he chose. He could have played last week. He just chose not to. Oh, with his ankle. Good. That's which good. is great for my fantasy team, by the way. Which is now <laughs> one in five. Have I discussed that enough? <laughs> hey, no one cares about your fantasy team. Okay. If any of my league mates are listening, trade with me. I want to blow it up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna go. I, I said ten as well, and I listed all five of those games that you listed as well. All five of those games, though, like if they lost the Vikings, no one would be surprised. I think. Even against the commanders, because one, it's Kirk Cousins going back to Washington. Uh, mm-hmm. I think some people are going to be talking about that heading into that game. Taylor Heineke going against his former team. Uh, I think so, I think it was uh, 
was it was it Luke Braun? I think that 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 brought up about like it's going to be hilarious if Daniel Hunter sacks uh, Taylor Heineke and he does the the kick through the door uh, celebration. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well then you should play the the Stone Cold intro music as well when the gra- when the glass like breaking. Just someone put that in video form. That would be amazing. But yeah, the yeah. I mean, like I'm not I'm not this. We're still. I, I talked last time on our last episode about like, hey, let's not like figure out where we're where the team's going to lose or whatever. Let's just enjoy the ride. But at the same time, I'm a Vikings fan and I'm like, like uh, I don't know. Like they, the, the Bears, could, Tre, Trevor Simeon, he could get hot. I I, I don't know. Um, only so. Vikings fans have that thought. Oh, like all, only any other team, know. it's like we got this. Now it's like, oh my god, the backups in. I don't know. That's I want to get to that point because I feel like teams like like the Bills and the Chiefs were at that that point at one time a couple years ago, and now they're like, we got Mahomes, Allen, we're good. We don't we don't need to. Uh, Josh Allen, by the way, watching the Padres uh, in San Diego. Uh, just want to throw that in there. Is he from California or what? Yeah, he's from he's from California, and his okay. I want to say Trevor Hoffman, who used to play for the Padres, apparently married a. Was he at the game? Trevor, Hoffman? they don't show him at games. Yeah, yeah, like, he was Trevor there. Are you Hoffman, being? Are you being? Yeah, I'm being facetious. Okay, yeah, like, <laughs> they showed him like 20 times during yeah. Game Four. He's, and, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, he's uh, awesome. I love Trevor. Hell's Bells, man. Yeah, but uh, he was there. Apparently, he married a former Bills cheerleader. That's he was like he's like a Bills fan or whatever. So I guess they they linked up. Um, hmm. So that's why Josh Josh Allen was there to watch the Padres come back from down four and win. Is that is that what's in? What is that what's in? As they what? say over there, apparently. What being a Bills fan? This is going over your head. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I, the, I don't know. the group of dads that was just like that's what's oh, in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I block. I blocked. Like that somebody out. need to come get their dads like I, at that point and I be blocked. like, Dad, we need yeah. we need to go. No, no, no. I, I blocked, I've already blocked that out of my mind. Uh, yeah. All right, but back to football. Uh, maximum amount of wins the Vikings can finish with this year. You think fourteen? Oh yeah. I like it. See, like I wrote that number down, and I'm just like, that seems really high. But they're already five and one, and they would need to go nine and two the rest of the way. Um, you got games against the Giants, you could win that game. The Jets, you could win that game at home. Dallas, you could win that game at home. New England, I, I, you know, I I am very paranoid about picking the Vikings in that game. Well, in Belichick, too. I mean, every yeah. time he comes to Minnesota, something bad happens. I remember going uh, 2006. The Vikings were 4-2. They played the Patriots on Monday Night Football, and I went to that game. And Bill Belichick spread us out and kicked our ass for 60 minutes. I think it was like 34-something or something like that. So uh, not good. And then uh, the second time he came to Minnesota was at TCF Bank TCF. Stadium. Yep, yep. And that was the game that uh, put Matt Castle on the shelf for good and put Teddy Bridgewater in. So, yeah, there was uh, there was that. So <laughs> and, then, and then you got the Packers who I don't know what's going on there. I, I, I assume I, I think the Packers will turn it on eventually. But I mean, you could also win that game in theory. Yeah. So, I mean. I, I think they go three and two in those games. They might if they do that, they'll have uh, thirteen wins, and they'll have fourteen if they go four and one. So I don't know. I, I mean, it feels like I'm being a homer by saying that, but 
they could finish with 14 wins. And if they do that, they're going to have a very good chance of having home field advantage. Yeah. Listen, I asked for the maximum. I didn't ask for you to give me like the record you actually think they're going to do. I will in a little bit, but I asked for the 17 maximum. or well, actually they can't win 17. <laughs> Technically, anymore. the maximum is 16, uh, but I don't think they're going to get that. I, I also put down 14. Keep it uh, boring. Yeah, I think that Bills game, like, it's going to be if they win that game. Oh, it's on. It's yeah. on if they beat the Bills in Buffalo. Like, yeah, like, uh, I just I chalked that up as a loss. But here's what would what would happen. The Vikings would lose. It would be like a scenario where like the Vikings lose to the commanders the week before and then they beat the Bills. It would be <laughs> weird. That's maybe not. Maybe this is, this is the new Vikings. They don't do that stuff anymore, but maybe they do. But yeah, I've got the Bills as a loss and I got I have the Packers as a loss in Lambeau. I know I know it's not they're not as good right now. This year, um, I don't really think they know what's going on, but but Lambo's a tough place to play in. What is that? Is that game in January? Yeah, I think. Yeah, New Year's it's, Day. It's January first. It's a late. It's four twenty-five. So it's gonna. The sun is not gonna be up. It's gonna be cold. Uh, so I just that that favors the Packers. I feel like most of the time. So that's gonna be tough. So I just have that up as as a as a pretty much pretty guaranteed loss that one so 14 yeah I, I i agree with you now final record what do you think their actual final record will end up as right now as we're heading into the bye five and one well i tipped it all of it i think there'll be 13 and five and that seems insane to say but seven and four the rest of the way that's doable 13 right? and four yeah 13 yeah 13 and four i guess that would be yeah yeah so that would be seven and three. Okay, maybe that's a little well. And like I said, there's five games they should win. That gives them ten. If they go three and two in those other five that I mentioned, they're going to be, you know, thirteen win team. So that's what I think is going to happen. I think that they'll win thirteen games. I think they'll win the division. I think they're on track for that. And then you go in and you see what happens. This is what they wanted. This is what everybody wanted to happen. So. We'll see if they tighten the screws over the bye and make that happen. But give Kirk another extension. Oh my! <laughs> uh, you know what? The- if if they can get their hands on Florida man Anthony Richardson, I uh, you know, yeah, I do there's, it. A, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of quarterbacks they can go after this year. I feel like do they they want the 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 mayonnaise guy or whatever the guy who's like banana peels. What what's uh, Will Kentucky? Levis? <laughs> yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, he's a he's a character. They say he's got a cannon of an arm, but he's uh, a lot of people are comparing comparing him to Josh Allen already. I'm like, okay, great. Uh, I have them at twelve and five. I have them losing to the Bills, Packers on the road. Uh, one of the Pats, Jets, Cowboys games. I just feel like the, those those that stretch of three games is is too hard to win. Uh, all of those. Maybe I'm wrong. I would happily be wrong. And then just another random game, random loss to like the lions or the commanders or Colts or whatever. Like it just, it happens. Sometimes you have a, you have a bad day where things just don't go well. The Vikings particularly have these at least once a year and, and hopefully that changes, but I have them going 12 and five, which is still respectable. And I think it will still be enough to win the division. I don't think that they will be the one seed. I think 12 wins isn't enough to do that. I think you got to win at least 13 this year 
Um, so 12 and 5, I have them going for the rest of the year. Is there anything else you think you, you need to talk about or uh, predict? Are you good? I mean, there's nothing off, off my chest now. Um, I'm not really, there's nothing really upsetting me with this team. I'm just ready to kind of take the week off. I think weird? everybody's got a chance. Like the cool thing about this week is I think everybody has a chance to exhale. You know, like uh, we were ramping up for the season, ramping up, ramping up, then the big reveal. Then we go to London, then we come back, then we fly to Miami, get on the jet. And like, I think this is a good time for the bye week. And everybody just goes, here's a question kind of look what 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 do you need to happen for the season to be viewed as a success um you need coming into the year or right now right now it's different right now win a playoff game just a playoff game you don't need to get them to get to the nfc championship i think if they so if they win a playoff game they go to like I'm trying to think about it here because mm-hmm. if you're the two seed, you get a home game at home, win that playoff game. So yeah, win a wild card playoff game yep. the next year or the next week in that divisional round. If you're at home, you need to win that game too. Yep. So it depends on where they wind up okay. seeding. If, they, if they're the three seed and they win the first game, drop the second game. I mean, it just depends on like, it, it depends on, too, what happens at the end of the year. Like, if you could tell, like, Kirk is just not getting this offense. Like, yeah. if he's playing like he is right now, I, I think you absolutely have to look at one of the quarterbacks in the draft. Even yeah. just to take them and just hide. Like, if you wind up doing a Jordan Love pick, who cares? Like, guy, teams are taking quarterbacks all the time in the first yeah, like, you gotta take Kenny Steelers took Kenny Pickett. They're going to have a top five pick in the draft. Like... <laughs> They're going to be like, well, I mean, they're not going to be like, well, but Bryce Young is in our lap, but we're going to stick with Kenny Pickett. No, no, they're just going to say screw it. So I don't know. It's like, I mean, it's just like busting on Lewis scene, isn't it? Like, yeah. not that scene is going guaranteed bust. It's not looking good, but I will tell you this right now. Kirk Cousins is projected to have over 4,200 yards passing. Only 26 touchdowns. And 14 interceptions. <laughs> so those are numbers that we're not used to seeing from him. But at the same time, if it, if it results in, in the Vikings winning, I don't think anyone's going to be too sad about that. Um, but yeah, I, for a success for me, I agree with you. It depends on the situation that they get into. But right now, with the way that they started, as far as just this season was a success. I think they got to make the NFC championship, but just, just, just to me, it doesn't have to be to anyone else. But I think like the way that they've started this season, the expectations that, that are now set for them to not make the NFC championship would, I feel like would be a disappointment for, for them, for mostly, mostly for them. Cause they've just, they're playing at a high level right now. They're five and one. They're the second best team in the NFC. So they should, the way they're playing right now, they should be able to get to the NFC championship. Um, whether they win that or not, I don't know. But that would be that would be a success for me, and then obviously a dis- it would be. Dis- I think the only way this season could be disappointing is if they miss the playoffs. I feel like that'd probably be. Yeah, I agree. Uh, which can happen. <laughs> We've done it. We've yeah. done it. All right, that's enough for for us today. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to this channel and like this video. Uh, follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The audio version of this podcast will be available by tomorrow morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. 
But until next time, Chris and I talk to you later. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.